When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's go. Bingetown, how we feeling today? It's your boy, PD, a.k.a. Producer Dave, and I am joined with my fellow Godolkin colleague, Paul. And today we are covering Gen V Episode 5, Welcome to the Monster House. It's just me and Paul today. We're going to be holding down the fort. Another phenomenal episode, to be honest. I hate that each episode is getting shorter and shorter. I think last week's episode was 47 minutes and this week's episode was 40 minutes. So kind of annoying that we aren't getting that full hour of content. I always crave more boys content. But really quickly, just a little sidetrack here, just the usual Bingetown housekeeping. If you're listening to us on our Gen V feed, be sure to check out our main podcast feed, Bingetown TV. We covered the One Piece live action. We're currently covering Jujutsu Kaisen. Wheel of Time just finished up and we just did the recording for that. So a lot of great content over there on the main feed if you guys want to go check that out. But all the House of Usher. That's all a the great House show. Of Usher is what we're covering right now for the spooky season. So definitely give that a listen. But back to Gen V. Paul, if you want to real quickly give your thoughts on the episode overall, Paul will be hosting and you know walking us through most of the scenes for the most part, but we'll give you guys some good commentary here. Yeah, I mean, this show just doesn't miss a beat. It's so good. I mean, it's the struggles of being a young soup growing up and getting tossed into this environment, basically what Starlight does. And, you know, everything's not as it seems. I love the aspect of who can you trust, who can you not, especially after this one, we're going to be like double guessing everybody. They just tell the story so well. And I'm sure a lot of it has to do with how funny it is. I mean, the lines and dialogue are just amazing. Every actor and every character is so good. I like I'm not upset when one's on the screen because like I want to be seeing the other. Like they're all so entertaining at this point and their stories are so wild that I'm like, all right, give me anybody and I'll be so happy. So um, I'm loving this. Um, yeah, the episode, Welcome to the Monster Club, not the Monster, oh, Monster House. House. Sorry, Same thing. I mean, House is just bigger, bigger club. But um, <laughs> I don't know what that means necessarily if that was talking about like these people are kind of viewed as monsters, especially at the very last line of the episode, you know, Andre talking to Kate and whatnot. But we're we're seeing some crazy flexes of powers this episode, and we're getting some boundaries what they can and can't do, some stuff they don't even realize. It's great. So that's what makes the boys so great is not only is the story itself of what's happening in the world just so great, but just the way they introduce these weird situations, everything is so unique. We'll cover a lot of them in this episode, but it's just the show does things that no other show really does. And it just not only, again, is the story so great, but they also make it feel fresh and new and this is just one of my one of our personal favorite shows that's currently being released. And you can obviously tell why. 
It's great. It's so good. Let's jump right into the episode. I'm just going to kind of summarize the first chunk of the episode, and then we'll talk about everything that happens and then continue on from there. But we pick up right where we left off last episode. People are just naked and waking up next to somebody else naked. We got Andre and Kate waking up in the bed together and Jordan and Marie waking up in bed together. None of them remember anything. Eventually, they're kind of looking around, piecing things together. They're in this dude, Dusty's house, through a big party. They kind of meet up and realize, okay, we're missing big chunks of our memory. We get Emma in a hot tub waking up and then it's like wait no that's not a hot tub that's a fucking huge pool and yep. she's just big emma right now and we see on the tiktok too like she's going crazy nobody remembers anything jordan and marie making out too so they knew they were having a good time eventually they sit down and trying to remember exactly what was going on they remember rufus was there and they remember they had beef with rufus he's probably the one that wiped the memory. Kate gives a little backstory about her experience with Rufus. And for the plan right now, he is target number one. And all of a sudden, they see Andre disappeared. He's going to go kill Rufus. Andre has really short temper. And then they kind of split up from there. So big chunk of that first episode. Any thoughts? Well, I guess to pick up where you just left off with Andre leaving, it's annoying because we know that he should have been a little bit more cautious with everything that just happened um, with Emma. You know, he was the one that kind of recruited her to go into the woods. That whole ordeal was basically blamed on him. And now he's kind of, again, just jumping the gun a little bit and just wanting to kill Rufus. Although I will say, though, his memory is probably wiped of his first interaction of like Emma disappearing and everyone blaming him for that. So it's true to his character that he's just willing to kind of just like gung ho everything and just go right in. Cause I, I always want to support my boy, Andre. I don't know if uh, you know this, Paul, but Andre's definitely yeah. been one of my favorite characters still, even though he has been kind of taking L's left and right. Going but, through a lot, you know, I just lost his yeah. best friend realizing his dad is like a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, he's just high all the time too. That's why he probably never thinks anything through. Cause he's just like yeah. one track mind. Um, <laughs> a few things about them waking up in that house just with them walking into a couple a dude who could vibrate his hand and that, that was girl with so the mouth guard in and i don't know if she was she, like a whale or something with her i took hole. it as a whale with a blowhole what just, a terrible power that would be but yeah i mean i don't know if that's like a side effect of some other power but yeah that is like the also, deep skills type of thing also good on them for closing the door quick enough because it just reminded me of mother's milk who mm -hmm. did not close the door quick enough and just took it all in the face so similar situation here for andre and kate and then we also see the ra guy uh translucent son walking around as a gimp for this like alpaca which is apparently translucent son i didn't it's know that translucent son or something i think i That's forgot who told me that i can't awesome. like i'm not confirming it right now mm -hmm. like i'm not looking it up i don't want to but i, I know i think it. someone said and yeah he's like he's a gimp for his like alpaca girlfriend which i have it just makes no sense to me, but it's so funny <laughs> so funny look <laughs> Later on, we get him running the right way, and he's like, oh, sorry, she's pissed at me. Like, Sloan, baby, come back. Yeah, it It's so, so funny. The only other thing, too, here is before they get to the blowhole, they see someone, like, do a line of coke and then, like, breathe fire. I was just, just kind of reminded me of the first episode or whatever episode it was when we see the woods and the lady with the drumstick. Remember, she's put, yeah. she puts it in, and there's someone who breathes fire. So just a random connection I thought of. I don't think there's 
obviously there's someone in the woods currently who breathes fire so i don't think they're the same person mm. but just something that i noticed yeah yeah definitely and we've kind of already seen this like we're already talking about fathers and sons who have the same type of power it seems like it's almost genetic code that if you get shot up with compound v and you get a certain power then it's it's very likely that your kid or your offspring will get somewhat similar powers that's something um, we've been theorizing on the main podcast for a while now is like if you take gen v gen v 10 v <laughs> sorry ten- <laughs> compound v <laughs> yeah if you take compound v do your powers get based on you know maybe respect of another person is it because of genetics because we saw when butcher took gen v i keep saying gen v compound v in season three you know he kind of took on the the homelander abilities and you know we all know that butcher hates homelander is constantly thinking about homelander so Mm -hmm. it's not like too much of a surprise that his abilities were replicated of homelanders but that's something like a long time theory that we've been having on on the main podcast yeah really curious to see about like genetic code and if that's already like your powers are written out for you before you even like get shot up um super interesting and and we also get like double powers in the sense that you know emma and termite they're similar powers in the sense that they can shrink but there's also much more to go beyond that you know emma can do much more than just shrink and there's different you know parameters to her ability i've been kind of taking it as like the one piece universe like you have like the main ability but then there's one that could be stronger like ace's devil fruit was the fire fruit but akenu was lava who was like supposedly stronger like there's different variations but some can be stronger because termites was like he could sneeze and like change size which isn't that bad whereas emma has to like throw up which definitely obviously blows to like to have that your trigger for your power that's just terrible i was thinking if she takes a dump do you think she gets a little bit smaller too or is it only vomiting uh it's got to be only vomiting i'm assuming because they haven't mentioned it but who knows i mean also girls don't poop in college so oh yeah i heard they don't poop until they uh, get 40 years old yeah Yeah, something like that (laughs) um no but that is actually i wonder if it's because you can't shit on command but you can puke on command so if you want to get small right away you just puke but yeah i'm just curious maybe we'll get something but speaking about emma i love her mm-hmm. and i feel so bad for her because she's talking about her she's looking at the video and realizing you know yeah i didn't say i could get big because my mom i got big once and my mom called me a monster and said never do it again so that's why she has never done it and she's ignoring her mom's calls so she's not worried about that but then she's asking marie about you know how was it with jordan is a male asshole tighter than a female asshole (laughs) i I love emma she's she hits the the hard-hitting journalism honestly just so entertaining i love her she's just like one of the more real characters you know it just feels like someone that i personally would be hanging out with like everyone else is so wrapped up and being you know all these rankings being number one and all this stuff and emma's just one of us baby so that's why she's so relatable and she's so great oh she's wonderful and real quick jordan just talking to andre and kate saying he has huge gaps in his memory like more than a day's gap and he can drink a whole bottle of jim bean to the face and not black out that's so wild so (laughs) so this is weird to him yeah i love that it's just just really quickly since you were on episode two at the end of the episode what were your thoughts on what 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 was happening because for me i i theorized that my two theories were that I thought it was either going to be something related to Rufus, which we we find out it's not, obviously. But then my second option was I thought it was going to be Sam, because I've always been under the assumption that Sam has probably more powers than just super strength. Not that we've seen any so far, so I thought it was going to be him, but I just was curious like where your head was at with uh, what you thought was going on here. 
if i'm honest i didn't think it was rufus or kate i thought it was just like another third party like mm-hmm. shetty got somebody to intervene and it was like so you were already up. kind of of the mindset that like someone on the ins like someone was there messing with them from the school yeah. basically okay. i didn't think it was one of our characters or one of our students um but i did think you know it was like a faculty member or somebody like coming okay. in to shut this shit down somebody from the woods maybe all right so this is actually very interesting when they talk about Rufus, Kate tells his story. Freshman year, she meets Rufus at a party, and then three days later, she wakes up in a random bed with a camera aimed at her. And Rufus says, you know, if you make this weird, I'll wipe your memory again. And Rufus is definitely a piece of fucking shit, all right? So there's no defending him. But do you think Kate made this up to kind of deflect and get aim at Rufus? I didn't even, was I she, didn't even was think about one, that. Was she the one that pulled up? The said like, "Hey, I think I know who's behind this," and pulled up her phone to show Rufus, or is that Jordan? I can't remember. I think it was Jordan. I think it was Jordan just saying like, "Oh, like Rufus was at the party." But that's a good question now that we have like the full knowledge of the episode. Because like, all right, so I will say like, to preface everything, I do think Rufus is a scumbag at the end of the day, one hundred percent. I'm glad you brought that up because I think she probably was deflecting at that moment. I think Rufus was just an easy target. It's just so easy to dependent on this guy who has a track record. Um, Mm -hmm. Sure. The events could have happened, but I think she probably was quick minded enough to use that situation to her advantage here and deflect it to him. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but that's a good question. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. I don't feel bad for Rufus in any, but like he got like when his dick blowing up and getting his shit kicked out of him. Yeah. When Kate told that story, I was like, so glad this guy is now dickless. So glad. Oh, this, well, this was Jumanji guy, right? This was who Kate told to go hit himself in the balls with a bat and yell Jumanji. Because Andre, like at one point, is like, what did Kate ever do to you? And he was like, well, Jumanji. And then oh, he got like hit my again. God, okay. That totally went over my head, but that's crazy. See, like the world building so great here. It's just these subtle <laughs> drops. It's, great. Uh, it's so funny. So. Uh, just something to think about it totally could have been true and kate that really did happen to her and it is hard everybody's a piece of shit here like i don't understand why everybody's welcome to the monster club it's it's formulating everyone's a monster here i think is what like is highlighting here because sam has his moment obviously kate obviously becomes a monster as well by the end so i think it's just a reference to like the school itself if you're a part of the school just welcome to the club all right so in the next little bucket we got going here we got Emma going back to her dorm and getting a bunch of love. We got uh, Jordan and Marie kind of talking about their situation. Jordan oh, says and real quick, I just want to say that uh, before we get there, Emma and Marie do run into Sam really quickly. I don't know if you had that already in your notes. I just want to real quickly say, like, while they're figuring out why they have lapses in their memory, Marie and Emma are kind of talking on their, themselves about what's going on. Sam shows up. They have no idea that it was Sam or who he was. And I was sitting there like, this is fucking crazy. They have no idea what is going to happen here. And so they don't recognize Sam at all. They don't even know what his deal is on all this, but he just promises them that he will save them and runs off. And they were kind of just like weirded out by the whole thing. I totally skipped that. Thank you. Because no, that was good. a huge part of the episode. You're good. Uh, this is where Sam actually says something about a drive-in theater. And they're like, what are you talking about? Mm. And I love how Emma, she doesn't remember him at all, but she still kind of trusts him. She's got that like gut feeling. He's cute. That's why. (laughs) I love that. too. (laughs) That was great. And I also thought Sam took it way better than I thought he would. I mean, Mm. he's so 
like volatile. Um, I didn't know what was going to happen because he always says like everybody always leaves me. But mm. he, when he kind of like understood what was going to happen and says like, don't worry, you're the real hero and I'm going to fix this and oh, help you remember. Chills, like, baby. And Emma's like, one. I'm a hero. She's like, I'm a hero. I did something heroic. And I'm just like, just remember it. Remember Sam. I know. Yeah. I love Sam and I hate what's happening to him and his story. And we know that he is super powerful. We don't know exactly what he can do. All we know is that he is very coveted by he can take blood. he can tank bullets and he's super strong that's all we know yeah. so far he's a beast okay so yeah jumping back like we said emma was getting some love jordan marie talking about their relationship jordan saying you know it's cool then they see rufus talking to shetty and this chase goes down and then all of a sudden andre shows up in rufus's dorm he's just so menacing the way he shut all those emergency metal doors and shutters and i was like oh my god you're fucked Mm -hmm. uh, and then all of a sudden he kind of wakes up and realizes that he got memory wiped again he just wakes up in the middle of a uh fast food line that was so that was so funny just imagine just everyone around you thinks you're acting normal and then you just kind of snap back into reality and you're just like what the fuck is yeah. happening like that'd be so crazy and i think he realized that he got wiped again because he yeah. just yells fuck and then yeah. like runs away <laughs> uh we got emma and marie in their dorm kind of talking about emma getting the love for being big and also emma helping marie talk through her feelings for jordan mm -hmm. because you know the whole situation marie's a little confused they also realize you know there's something in marie's neck rip out a tracker that was insane Popped like um, a fucking zit. It was crazy. Oh my god! The fact that she could just feel that in there. This was a great episode for her powers because it's awesome. Because Shetty at some point in this episode is talking to Doctor Cardosa. They're talking about Marie's powers and how they're very unique. And here we're in this episode, we're kind of getting a little bit more to her powers. So in the past, we had just seen her kind of you know cut herself and like the blood can be used as a lasso, can kind of be used as daggers, basic blood bending stuff if you want to consider it. But here. This episode, Emma asks her, when am I getting my period? She's like, ah, next Friday. She, <laughs> she can tell that. And then here she can kind of search her body for like inanimate objects that are just not supposed to be there. Like, I just thought it was a real cool glimpse into her abilities just being a little bit more than what they are on paper. Her saying that Sam had blood underneath his fingernails that wasn't his blood. Like she could tell. Yeah, that she can tell. Like, dude, she is. Her power is really gross. Or, sorry, mm. gross. Cool. It is kind of gross. But it is cool. grossly underestimated, I would say. Yeah, that's what um, I meant to say. And like, I love that Andre was joking, calling her like coagula because <laughs> like she does kind of make the blood like coagulate and it's mm -hmm. almost like a like a solid. But then when she had those blood tendrils wrapped around Sam last episode and then Sam hits her and the blood just falls like it's water. I was like this so perfect yeah they animate it so beautifully and it's just like hell wagula yeah. is not a bad name <laughs> i think it's funny. Yeah, it's honestly. really not so we get marie going to kate talking about this tracker and kate's like oh my god do i have one all of a sudden she's like i'm so sorry marie walks back out into uh, jordan jordan's like oh, i'm sorry i said we're cool and marie's like oh, that, you never said we're cool fucking rufus and goes around and before she takes off she's like hey you got something in your neck too and then uh yeah we go to kate at shetty crying you know she can't keep doing this anymore and shetty is pumping the idea that 
you are helping people. That's your gift. That's what makes you special. So that was a big bucket, a lot going on. So I guess the big reveal here, what were your takes on Kate memory wiping Murray right here? It's annoying because me and B-Toms were actually hyping her up a lot on the last podcast, saying how much we love Kate. She's awesome. I think I brushed it aside so quickly, but he, I think, had mentioned in his head that he was kind of a little skeptical of her. So I'll give B-Toms his flowers here by having the idea that Kate was going to be in on it the whole time. I think his his idea for that stemmed from um, seeing her and Golden Boy meeting Sam originally. And then he had some like questions on like why... Like she knows everything, but she doesn't like tell other people about it. It was he had some like weird thoughts about it. And now they obviously come true here in this episode. I was so disappointed, man. I've always loved Kate and her powers, we've said, are completely broken. The ability to just like make someone do anything is just it's busted. So it makes sense that it would be her, especially she was the one that was there at the uh, confrontation with Sam and Dr. Cardosa. She's the only one that would be capable of doing something like this. It was so obvious. But when you're watching, you're just like, who is it? Third party? Is it is it someone else? Um I, disappointment, man. I, I still love Kate. She's just a victim of Shetty's manipulation. Yeah. Totally. Shetty is just making her think she's doing the right thing when she's not. I just feel I feel bad for her, but also probably the LVP of the episode, though. <laughs> I had no idea. I we had the scene with Kate talking to Luke Golden Boy saying i'm not going to tell you to feel good i think this is something you just have to go through so i i didn't i didn't think she had it yeah so i guess she does wipe him after those moments maybe maybe shetty tells her to because maybe she's been under shetty's thumb for all this time shetty told her like you help people get past the things that are holding them back like your brother like you just forget you have a brother or what happened to him you think your brother maybe maybe you know what it was right before that scene she wiped his memory to make him think that his brother killed himself instead of oh she was probably you're totally right she was the one that definitely probably put the thought i just always kind of assumed it was maybe the school that kind of just told him like hey your brother's dead but it was definitely her that just like touched him it was like your brother's dead and then they had that scene and that's why she didn't touch him to wipe yeah. his memories because they weren't real memories to wipe. Okay, yes. You're totally on the you're you're on the money, Paul. We so, did it. We figured it out. Again, I think Kate at the end of the day means well for our group, but obviously right now not not a fan of her. I also I don't think I see her making it out of these these final episodes. I think she is going to die. She has some really heartfelt moments here and we've seen the the consequences of her the use of overusing her power. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm kind of on the team that I don't think she's going to make it out and I will be devastated when it happens because I think she will have, you know, a rebound moment, but I don't see her making it out of the season unfortunately. I really like her. We'll get there, but she definitely did seem like she was sorry. So, I don't know if she's going to try to make it up for it and push too hard to like save her friends or something and end up dying, but I definitely could see her not making it too far past it. So, a few little things uh that we just talked about. I love during the Rufus chase how we get this one dude, Benny, and he's a shapeshifter. He's like, yeah, oh, yeah. he just gave me 20 bucks. And he turns around. And he's like, hey, I can do it if I get consent. Because, of course, you know, it's all about consent now. Yeah. And then that's when he runs into Andre. And again, just incredibly menacing the way he shuts everything. And then I, pins him up against the wall. Metal bending is such a great power. Like, obviously, Magneto is completely broken. I feel like Andre could certainly reach that level of brokenness. But we haven't seen him tap quite into it yet. But... 
Metal bending is a great ability, man, in today's yeah, how society. About, how about Emma is ranked 88. She broke the top 100. Fuck yeah, that's we're awesome. Hype. We're hyped for Emma. Yeah. Some of the other students were saying she had that big soup energy and they were loving it. Um, so she's hyped. She's ignoring her mom's phone calls, saying that her mom can eat a bag of dicks. She's getting like big cricket episodes now. She, everybody wants her to be big. Yeah. So she's in a great spot and she's so nice because she's talking to Marie and she's like, I want to hear about your them friend. Like, yeah. come on, dish. And she, she's her, so, them. Yeah. <laughs> she's so nice. She's like, dude, you're overthinking it. It doesn't matter that they can switch or whatever. Do you want to put your body parts on their body parts? Yeah. She was like, yeah, break it down. It's, it's a great way to be about it. I'm going to love it. And I am certainly all on team Jordan and Marie absolutely oh i love it i love it um this is also where so again we already talked about it but the marie pulling a tracker out of her shoulder just splurting blood over everything the fact that again she was like hey like there's a blood clot right here blood is clotting i was like oh my god it's so fucking cool i she her power again is just so broken i think it's it's so good to have here yeah and honestly i don't even want to say I, I saw the reveal coming because it was 10 seconds before the classic the classic paul calling yeah. it before it happens but uh when marie is talking to kate kate's reaction was like so dull and i mm-hmm. think it was really good acting like in real life about you're trying to react to this news that you know about but trying right. to not overreact it's, it's just she I was acting was- poorly which was good actually acting. good acting. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It was perfect. So I, I was like, oh my God, something's up. And then, you know, right at the end of that little scene, we get her pulling the glove off. So I didn't see it coming until five seconds before, but that doesn't count. And yeah, I just love that Jordan and Marie, I'm just going to say it again. I fucking love them. The conversation that Jordan has with Translucent son is like, it's so fucked up because he's just like, oh, I, yeah, I love like watching girls in the shower, but yeah. I also love watching dudes in the shower. And it's like, okay, Gender's like just it's just a construct, bro. Yeah, it's funny, but it's also obviously so fucked up. But I was genuinely pissed earlier when Jordan shuts down the idea to Marie when like Marie's trying to they're talking about the previous nights and how they don't remember anything. And Jordan's just like, oh, I blacked out. So we're cool. And I'm just like, don't say that you guys work so well together. And <laughs> so when translucent son, albeit, you know, being fucked up, but still giving some decent advice to Jordan, I was like, please, Jordan, yeah. go get Marie, go get her. <laughs> yeah, they're great. I'm super happy. They, they seem like they're at a good spot right now, at least. <laughs> and again, I just love Jordan's necklace, half pearls, oh, half I chain. Keep, I keep forgetting so. to mention on the podcast, but yes, mm-hmm. thank you for bringing up the necklace that Jordan wears is so fucking sweet. I love it. All right, so we're going to jump back a little bit. I skipped this scene earlier just for continuity's sake, but we have down in the woods, the doctor talking to Shetty. He, fresh off of being threatened at his home and his family being threatened, saying, you know, I'm done with Sam. I'm done being a babysitter of psychopaths. Shetty obviously isn't letting him out of here, not right away. Um, he's worried that it's just a matter of time before they find out everything else going on down here, which we were like, what? And then he follows it up with, he's this close to perfecting the virus to control them, which is again, what? Like, yeah. that's fucking huge. Is he implying like the virus to control like soups, them as in soups? That's what I was getting. Okay. That's what like, I thought too. I don't he, know. They're, they're, just, they're trying to determine what makes soups tick. So I think once they find what makes them tick, they'll be able to 
find something that you know can undo that tick kind of thing but yeah and if you have any sympathy for this doctor don't because he's a total prick you know yeah he's a brick i mean (laughs) mean, sure he might have regrets about his actions but like he is currently still doing those actions so yeah and he he, yeah shit even says like to put it crudely you know you cut up soups and see how they work like see what makes them tick so he definitely does just slice and dice and biopsy and at the end, he says, you know, I want that girl, Marie. Like, he's picking out people that he wants to cut yeah, up. Yeah, so I don't... When he says that, I'm like, okay, all yeah. sympathy just completely gone if you're, like, picking and choosing who you want to fuck up, you know? And he had the amazing line, her abilities are far more powerful than she realizes, a very rare ability. And so I'm cool. just I'm just thinking, like, what is he talking about? Do you think he's talking about blood bending, like literally able to control people, like force their movements? Yeah. I mean, um, the limits for her abilities are just like honestly endless. Like she could one, she's just going to be a like she just understands the human body better than most people just based off her abilities alone. She can probably tell, you know, if you have cancer, you know, some kind of disease, she would be able to tell all of that. We see that she can coagulate her blood in different ways. She can probably definitely control people. If she didn't even know that she could blow up Rufus's penis, then if she yeah. like felt the blood of every human and just started making him like zombie, yeah. I mean, she's she's crazy. And I again, I like how the show not only emphasizes her being special here in this conversation, but how throughout the episode they've been kind of laying the groundwork for like, okay, she has other powers too that could be very helpful. I'm just thinking her and tech knight would make an amazing buddy cop duo because they would go to the crime scene she would be able to detect the blood say that's not the same this isn't that and he would be able to they would be invincible shout out to that show coming out soon (laughs) i was cracking the fuck up at tech knight because when you first see him like rubbing the hole inside the The glass scotch tape and then yeah the glass i was like no, it's a little weird and then of course it goes into the reveal freak. i would have loved to have you on the last episode b Tom's actually was a little disappointed with tech night but i know you would have <laughs> been uh on my side of supporting him not uh, in his fucked upness but just as a funny time? character yeah as a yeah oh, get yeah. more screen time of him but the last thing in this conversation here with shetty and cardosa is that shetty mentions that marie is off limits because she has a benefactor someone has taken interest in marie and so she is off limits for cardos's experiments which mm-hmm. theories out what do you think paul who is the benefactor i honestly at first first listen i thought she was just kind of referring to herself like oh i am like just being all mysterious like oh i am the benefactor like i am supporting her so you can't touch her but then i kind of was thinking about it a little bit more i don't think that's what she meant at all really I was just trying to figure out how high it was going. I don't know if she was talking about Ashley. Um, you know, sh- she's just trying to fill people to fill the spot for the seven. Mm-hmm. Or I was thinking as far as Homelander, you know, I mean, he's he really does call the shots. Maybe he is thinking of a use for Marie that we're, we're not even thinking about with her blood powers. Like, I'm just I'm on, on that same page. I was thinking. I mean, I'm not going to credit myself for this because I read something about it. So I'm not going <laughs> to take any credit. But Stan Edgar. Yes, uh, yeah, that popped into my mind for a quick second. Because um, what if but, like Marie's powers could get to the point that they would be so strong that not even Homelander would be able to control himself? Like, what if she could technically control Homelander? Oh my God! So yeah. Stan Edgar could just be like, "Okay, Homelander made me a bitch. I'm gonna throw it back in his face and have this girl make him her bitch." Yeah. Wow. 
that would actually be huge because it seems like that's one possible counter. You just literally control. Yeah, his you movements. just control him. Um, I um, saw someone say Newman, which I don't know how that would. I guess I, I don't see the direct correlation on how that would be a benefit. I, I know Newman. Obviously, having someone as strong as Marie on your side would just be good for anybody, really. So I could see why Newman also. But I think it's going to be someone outside of the show. I feel like the boys does a really good job of, you know, like we had been talking about, just like Easter eggs and things. And I feel like there's this will be a way for them to tie this show into the actual like the boys content rather than mm-hmm. making it just stay as a separate spinoff. Like, I feel like this will be this benefactor will be the bridge between this Gen V and the boys. Yeah, we could be getting, if we do meet them, we could be getting a huge cameo later on this season. Um, and just to go on, like why they want Marie in the first place. Like we don't even know the extent of her powers. Like we were talking about, like she, um, we know she's able to manipulate blood, but can like she switch up its genetic code or something like that? Yeah. To, like, like optimize like V or something. What if she could like mess with the, the blood cells in your brain to, you know, just, you know kind of do something similar to kate like just mess with your memories like the, the yeah. possibilities with, with her are literally endless she's got to awaken her devil fruit man seriously seriously <laughs> it's it's so cool so i'm super excited to see what marie just slowly finds out she's able to do Definitely. um then we're jumping into this just amazing scene 10 out of 10 11 out of 10 12 out of 10 i don't even know this was phenomenal <laughs> Better than anything I could have asked for. Yeah. Like, I think this was better than having an actual, like, I think so too. Them I apart. think so too. But we got Sam running. He's on the run. He's hiding. He's hearing plenty of voices saying they're coming from him. Um, He sees puppet Emma. He just sees random puppets everywhere. We saw a you know, puppet deep on the TV screen last episode. Now we're seeing puppet Emma talk to him. I was telling, I told B Tom's this on the last pod. It just kind of reminds me of black noir and how black noir sees those woodland creatures all the totally. time. Yeah, totally. A hundred percent kind of taking it the same way. And they even had, they showed soldier boy beating the shit out of, uh, was that, was it black noir? It might- I think it was black. like almost absolutely destroys him in cartoon version right well this was puppet version of Mm -hmm. sam going off because all of a sudden puppet emma is like hey are those helicopters real and then we look back now sam uh, Sam himself is a puppet puppet soldiers zip lining down so the lights start flashing she's like are they real i'm like okay like here come the troops whatever and then like you see him like dangling down and they're the puppets like coming from the ropes i started cracking the fuck up i was like this is hilarious this is so good so good he's ripping puppets arms off and red confetti spurting everywhere (laughs) he's grabbing those ripped off arms and shoving them down the throat oh my god that was so insane because I, I agree. 100%. I think the puppet forms of everything makes it so much better. But like he rips off the dude's arm, breaks it, and then just like shoves it in his <laughs> yeah. mouth. And I'm like, holy shit. I honestly didn't even want to see it in real. I, don't, I wouldn't even <laughs> want to watch that, even if I know it's fake. Like I'd rather see it in puppet form because my stomach wouldn't have been able to handle the gruesomeness of what was going on there. We also got the one soldier going, you know, I'm a single father, two daughters, and he just doesn't care. He just, just slowly rips, rips out his like vocal cords or whatever. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah. Just insane. And then puppet Emma at the very end is like, oh, Sam, you have to stop hurting people. So fucked up. This was a mm-hmm. dude. I, this is one of my favorite scenes of Gen V so far. Maybe even the boys in general. Like this was just I was cracking up. My mouth was open. Just at all like the the quote unquote gruesomeness of everything, and just to leave it off with Puppet Emma just saying, "Oh Sam, stop yeah. killing people," and then just the bodies around him. It's so fucked up. But this show is so good, so good. 
yeah, seeing the aftermath was like, oh God, like that really helps paint the picture. I know I we just saw it like, in puppet form, but my God, I feel like it was like, even though puppet Emma had asked like, oh, is this all real? I felt like it was definitely real. Like I didn't, I expected him to kind of come back to and see the bodies definitely, but it's what a show, man. Yeah, I know it was great. And I think it, it the creativeness somehow works so perfectly. I just, there's no show like it. It's beautiful. Um, all right, so getting to the end he of this episode. He does wander here. off, though, uh, just like randomly. I don't know if we, is this the last we saw of him in the episode? No, no, no. He, no. We do see him later, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so he just kind of wanders off from that crazy crime scene, the slaughter scene, if you will. So we get Emma walking into the old theater, um, Stardust, I think it was called. She finds her old small yellow shoe, and all of a sudden she hears a voice and realizes it's Sam. I didn't know if this was the real Sam because he's like, are you alone? And I'm like, well, well, that's sketchy. Why are you asking her that? But quickly, it is the real Sam. Well, I think it's I think it's a good question to ask. I mean, because he obviously knows their memories have been wiped, so -hmm. he doesn't know how far the manipulation of the school has gone with Emma. So not only is he thinking her mind could be wiped, she could also now be working for the school. So it's like. I know, like, asking, are you alone, is kind of stupid because she could easily just say no. Yeah. But. No, I uh, I just, again, I love how much Emma, is just her gut feeling is to help this guy because he says, do you remember me? She says, no, I don't remember you, but I do believe you. You are right. Somebody made me forget you. Um, so he's like, hey, that's not a big surprise. You know, they made Luke forget about me, too. And they were like, what? How? So that cuts. And then we jump to Kate at Andre's place. They're smoking, watching TV, old TV about the mesmerizer. Yep. This was mesmer, right? Yeah. This was mesmer. Yep. Oh my God. It's little just, douche. I love it. It's so, so good. It's so they good. The right. show is great. The Easter eggs are so good. Mm-hmm. Um, They were saying, you know, we should just bail, get out of the school together. Kate was crying, saying that sounds amazing. But he knows it was never happened. Then, you know, Andre gets a text. Hey, we found Rufus. So what happens? Jordan and Marie go over, kick in Rufus's door and interrogate the shit out of him. And again, anytime Jordan uses their power, it's just such a treat. I just love mm-hmm. them switching. It's so cool. I but, really I think Jordan's powers are definitely the my favorite that I've seen so far, at least in Gen V. How, so badass. It, it's so unique. But we also learn that Rufus's powers only work up close and he's been at his place for the past five hours. So it couldn't have possibly been him. You know, Jordan doesn't believe him, ready to kill him, basically asking him what's the deal with the tracker that was in Jordan's neck because Marie pulls that out. And then and all of a sudden Emma gets the call to Marie that it's not Rufus, it's Kate. Kate made Golden Boy forget that he had a brother over and over. So that's why he, I guess he was wondering about the weird thing in the woods. He didn't really know what that was. Like talking about golden boy in episode one, like it was just Kate over and over fucking wiping his memory, which is wild. This and, scene was so painful. So painful. Yeah. I mean, Andre comes in and I thought he stabbed Rufus. I thought he threw those. Oh, oh me too. I, whatever. I thought that. Was. And then I totally thought he was like, cause I had already theorized that. I don't think Kate's going to make it out of this season. And I was already kind of feeling that way, like by the midway point of this episode. And we're getting here. I'm like, I swear to God, if Andre fucking kills Kate out of rage right here, I'm going to lose my shit. Yeah. Thankfully, he's, he he walks away. 
But yeah. I was worried for Kate's life here for sure. I she, she touches him and all the memories start flooding back to Andre and he's crying. I'm crying. And he looks <laughs> at Kate and he's like, you're a monster and walks away. I, I the emotions, man, I'm, I'm getting devastated here because again i don't think kate's intentions were ever bad she's just being used completely because her powers are so strong and useful to the to the team but mm-hmm. i don't know how they're going to get over this i think the only way is if kate like does a valiant sacrifice of herself which yeah might be coming but i love this scene i love you kind of hit on it but when she gives andre all of his memories back and the emotion that just floods in remembering everything and the automatic tears that just fly down his eyes. I thought it was perfect. Like a perfect portrayal of probably what would happen just so much. And yeah, I have so that, many chills in my arms right now. It's so <laughs> sad. Yeah. You're a fucking monster and it walks away. I was like, Oh, that's her. It's a part of the monster club, baby. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. And it was really sad when she is saying, you know, I'm so sorry. I've only ever wanted to help you and protect you and make things better. I truly believe that's maybe her intention. I don't know if she's lying to herself, telling her that in the back of her head she knows, but Shetty's manipulation doesn't help the situation. You know, she's just almost in a way doing what she's told. So I feel bad for her. We did get like her eyes getting a little bloody. And I think this was a result of her maybe pushing too much because she's wiping a lot of memories lately. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know if we're going to get her, you know, over over pushing and getting another, you know, seizure semi coma moment or something like that. But yeah, it'll be interesting. My uh I guess my lasting thoughts at the end of the episode were I wonder how, you know, Jordan is gonna re- like we only got Andre's reaction here at the end. We didn't really see Jordan. We know th- Obviously, they're, that's a tight-knit trio, so I just wonder how Jordan will react to it. Will Jordan be a little bit more understanding that she was manipulated? Marie is a newer member, so maybe Marie, because she doesn't have all that history with Kate, can sympathize with her. I'm not too sure. And the other comment I wanted to talk about is, do you think Shetty has abilities? I was discussing this with Brian in the last episode. Do you think Shetty is a soup? I think, yeah. I, well, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, yeah, she's hiding something because I was just thinking about Newman. Newman pretended and hid her powers for so long, but really in the back, she was hiding something in. And The only reason I think no is because I think Tech Knight last episode made a comment like kind of associating her as a human, just like a normal person. But it was mm. so such an ambiguous comment that I couldn't I couldn't take it as if like Tech Knight was just looking down on her because he is so strong kind of thing. Or if yeah. she just was and I and if she was powerless, it would I guess kind of make sense that she would want to develop a drug that would make soups powerless. Like maybe she fears soups or maybe she wants to become one. I don't really know what the angle of that would be. I guess she could easily become one if she just took temp fee. So she probably maybe views Homelander and Soups as like issues and maybe wants to stop them. I don't know. No, yeah, that could totally be a thing. Again, I don't know what Sam's power does because it feels like she's super centered around him and what he could potentially do. So um, I totally agree, though. If Tech Knight said, you know, you're just a human, you don't have powers. I know he said he didn't have powers. He just said, you're just a human, but I don't think she would have been able to get away with like a lie or like a play right there. He might've like caught up on it. So um, who knows? I am not going to be shocked if she busts out a random superpower, but uh, right now she could be 
50-50 for me. But again, super powerful, interesting character because she's in touch with the big wigs. She's almost like the liaison. So I could see her not making it past this season. But again, biggest mystery now. Who's that big benefactor that took interest in Marie? I want to know. And I think they made it a point too, even in the beginning of the episode as like the, the season recap to this point, they did mention again, like that Marie is looking for someone other than Emma at the time. It was her sister. So I think that's going to be another big storyline. We've already theorized that Marie's sister is in the woods. We'll see if that comes true in the next couple of episodes. I believe it's only going to be eight episodes, but if there's nothing left from you, Paul, I'll go ahead and close this out. Yeah, do it. All righty, guys. That's going to be it for our episode five coverage of Gen V. Welcome to the Monster Club, not house. If you like what you heard, give Bingetown TV a follow across all social media platforms. Check out our website, bingetowntv.com. Like I said, we have a huge catalog of shows, content for you guys to listen to. You could spend days, weeks, months listening to it all. So be sure to go check that out. We've also recently opened up our Discord. We've been gathering a big community very quickly in there. So you definitely want to come join us in the conversations. We'll be talking Gen V, Wheel of Time, anime, anything you guys can possibly think of. We're talking about it in the Discord. So be sure to check that out. Thank you for listening. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 